You're listening to Dr. Leslie Inspires, a show where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Dr. Leslie is joined by Mr. Wayne, who provides insight from a male perspective. To learn more about us, visit our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast. I am so excited to have you all here today as we prepare to really wrap up the end of 2022. Uh, I have a special guest on today, uh, Mr. DeShane, who is here to talk about uh, mother-son relationships, and he is going to give you all some really good tips about uh, how you can help your son. So that's just a tip from one son to a mother, not his mother, but you all in hopes that you can uh, strengthen your relationship with your son. So before we get started and hear from Shane, I would like to say a prayer for you all uh, and what God has in store for this show. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God, for this opportunity to come before you one more time. Pray that you would be in the midst, O God, and give our guest Shane the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on what to say and how to say it. Give him the wisdom to speak to the heart of mothers from around the world, giving them wisdom, giving them the wisdom that they need to change and or transform their relationship with their son. So we thank you, oh God, for being in the midst. And we just thank you, oh God, as you guide Shane's tongue and guide his heart. And we rebuke any satanic or demonic forces that may try to come to hinder the word that you have for today. And we thank you, oh God, and we will be so careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. Shane. All right, all right. Well, it was so good to reconnect with you uh, a few months ago. I ran into Shane and I had not seen him for a number of years. And uh, he was a mere high school student the last time that I saw him. And then when I saw him this time, uh, he's got hair all on his face. His voice has deepened. This this young boy turned into a man. And yeah. so, as we all know, turning into a man, uh, it also involves some man issues. It also deals with uh, confronting our past so that we can move forward in order to become that man that God has ordained for us to be. So, uh, Shane, we can just start by just, can you give us a little bit of background about you and then give us some background about your relationship with your mom? How old are you? Right now, I'm 27. I'll be 28 in December 13th. Okay, that's coming up. Let's just start by talking about your relationship with your mom, if that's okay. Me and my mom, we have an okay relationship now that I understand. But back then, it was a 
rocky, a little rocky. Yeah. What do you mean when you say a little rocky? How can I put it? It wasn't always good. It was, it was always one-sided, I believe. What do you mean when you say that? It was all, either her way or none. It wasn't, okay, I understand, Shane, but blah, blah, blah. Or um, it was just straightforward her way or she would get upset if, if I gave her an opinion or if I was right. But she knew she was wrong, but I was right. It was no apology or not apology or it was always her coming back at me, I guess. Not saying, oh, that is the right way or just, I don't know. It was just always conflict of, it was just conflict. Yeah. So how did you actually deal with that growing up? Because I would imagine as an elementary, middle and high school turning into a teenager who, you know, starts growing hair in places, voice starts to deepen, you started getting taller. You know, how did that impact you knowing that you were growing, you were a growing man with no voice? It was funny because my um, uncles, well, my uncle asked me that same question when I was younger and whatever, and I said, love to be honest, and I'm not just saying that. Yeah. He was like, he said the same thing you said, and I saw his wow. tear. When I said it, because I was so young, I was like maybe 13, something like that. And I said, love. He was like, bro, you're strong. How are you dealing with it? I don't know how you deal with it. I was like, love. That's how I deal with it. Almost, that's how you deal with love. You can't, nothing can be love, and it's proven. Wow. Hey, wow. I was about to say, I didn't know whether to say amen or amazing. Wow. That said a whole lot. So when you say love, can you just expound on that just a little bit? What do you mean? We know that love conquers all, right? Right. So is this the love of your mom? This is just that kind of love. God put it in your heart for your mother. Just explain that a little bit. He, I believe he gave that to me. It's not in everybody because everybody handled everybody handled it differently. Because me and my dad had a part. Well, my dad had a part in it. My uncle had a part in it. Everybody in the family had a part of it because they couldn't say anything to to me. Well, to her because I'm her son. That's how you raise him. You can't say nothing. You can, but you you can give an opinion. You cannot react right in because it's not your place. And I had to learn it the hard way. Well, it's not the hard way. I had to learn that growing up because I, I pulled my uncle or my auntie or anybody aside and said, why didn't you? Why didn't you? And they told me. It Why didn't you my- help me? Why didn't you help yeah. me? Right. Wow. What kind of help did you want? Like, what would you have wanted them to do? Tell her. Tell her hey, no. You're like, wrong. No. Stop yeah. doing him like that. Right. So tennis hurt. She plays tennis too. So her tennis people said, because I wanted to play basketball while she played tennis. So she was like, no, you can't. But her tennis team was like, let him play. It's going to be okay. He's right there. Whenever you finish, you know, serving or we rotate, whatever the case is, go look down there. He's good. Shane is a good guy or a good um, kid. He knows what not to do or what to, whatever it is. And she knew that. So she eventually let me 
play and play basketball, play with the other kids when she was playing tennis. So how did that make you feel? Did did you start to get bitter, angry, or did you just hold no. it all in and just? So what I did was made fun of, okay, my mom liked tennis. So let me go play tennis. Mm. So I kind of not outsmarted her, but did what she liked so I can have fun. I made fun out of anything, really, because I was the only kid as well. So only kids make make um, fun out of anything. They'll entertain themselves quick, fast, and hurt. <laughs> yes. Like a toddler would play with a ball when he knows he's alone or play with his, you know, play with anything. So I, yeah. my favorite thing to play with was a ball, probably. So I was like, okay, he has a ball in it. So when I was... <laughs> Growing up, I thought it was feminine, but I saw Nadal play. I saw those are different, um, you know, different um, guys that play tennis. Nadal was my favorite tennis player. And I was like, oh, okay, it's not. So I went out there and actually liked the game of tennis. Mm. Right. It was a lot of feminine people that played tennis, but I thought it was. So I want, you know, me, I wanted to be manly about it. So I was like, nah. Actually, it isn't. I asked around, asked my mom's friends. They were like, no, Shane. Da, 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 da. I said, okay. So I my, asked my mom, can I play tennis and practice with her coach? Because she has a little, well, a little league or whatever for teenagers. So I did it. Did that. I even wanted me to help her practice. I helped her practice. But when I seen the basketball court, I wanted to go play basketball. I say, okay. Mom, can I go? No. Okay. So I did this. Can a mom, can I, I play with her for 10 minutes or whenever I like, okay, mom, can I go play basketball now? She'd be like, yes. Cause she did what she wanted to do. And I did it for a couple of minutes, made it seem like I liked it, quote unquote. And then I played basketball. So it was all of, um, I guess, I guess the word is compromising. Yeah. But, you started to learn your mother in a way that benefited you and her. Right. As long as you kept her happy by doing what she wanted you to do first. Right. I was fine. But it's some stuff you cannot compromise with. And and I felt like my mama always said, if y'all seen Puda Tame before, she said, I think the daddy said, it takes respect to get respect, Puda Tang. My mama always recited that. And I said, it takes two to get respect. It takes two. Just like it takes two for everything. Almost everything it takes two to do. So what was she saying to you, knowing that? What was, what was her message to you? She would say, she wouldn't say anything. Or she would revert back to something I did, and then we talk about that. She would never stick to that same subject in it. Mm -hmm. And just subject when she knows she's wrong, she goes to something else that I did, so she it can be targeted off of her. It's called deflecting. Right. Deflecting. Wow. So how did that? When would you say you it really started to impact you? Well, first, my dad, because my dad told like he wanted me to have a he saw the path that it was going in. And the only reason why I know the word is right, because, you know, 
I'm older and I see it now. He was like, he, we was in the, on the phone. My mom was at tennis practice. She'll leave me at the house. She was like, well, he was like, Shane, go outside. I was like, no, I don't want to get in trouble. Shane, go outside. I went outside and had fun. A ball came home before she came. The reason why he told me that because so I can have a social life and talk to people and have fun outside. That's what a kid's supposed mm-hmm. to do outside. Mm-hmm. Not be locked in the house all the time. My schoolwork was done most of the time. But my dad didn't want me to to be, you know, not socially active, I guess, or stuck in the house and just be bored. Mm-hmm. And like if I would I think if I would have didn't listen to him, I would have been antisocial. Cause I was at one point. Yeah. And I, anybody. So you you went outside, but you just made it back in the house before she got home. Cause I knew what time she came home. Every day she came home at the same time, if not later. Okay. So you would take your shower and just reposition yourself <laughs> on the game or whatever the case. I just took a shower. That was it. She... Right. So then let, let me ask you this. What role did your father play? Did he ever try to uh, get custody of you or for you to live with him once you got older and he started to see this type of behavior? So when we was younger, what I remember is... My dad tried to get custody of me, yes, but it didn't work. He always beat himself up about that. He wish he had got more. Well, got a, got another lawyer or more lawyers than he got after. Yeah, so he get custody of me because he had, by law, he did have um, two days out of the week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, because that's when we did karate together. But my mom took me out of that. So he was trying to be in my Why did she take you out? She said because of me not standing still, whatever the case is. But I was nine, probably. Probably younger. So, you know, kids not going to stand still all the time. So she took me out because I feel like she saw me and my dad bonding. I feel mm-hmm. I can't speak for her. I can't do none of that, but I can still. I feel like she didn't want me to have a bond or a relationship with anybody, only the people that she wanted. With you, was you, I mean, you and her? Yeah, just, it was just me and her. She then started dating. Well, yeah, it was me and her. She, well, I know one guy she dated, but you know, yeah. But. Yeah. So, your dad was still supposed to have you two days a week, right? Like, even even though it wasn't karate. Yeah, but it was still hard for me to, you know, I don't know. I, from what so I seen, couldn't, he couldn't stand up. He couldn't stand up to her. It's my two days a week. It's my son. Yeah, he did, but. It was only so much he can do at that time, too. Why? I, he didn't like conflict like I don't like conflict. So he, I don't know if we have to talk to him about it, but I've. Well, I'm dad, sure you two have had conversations because 
like yep. you said, he beat himself but, up about it. So mm, I'm sure. Me right now, I've asked him, but that was the young me. I don't remember what I asked him, but okay. I cried because every time we switched, me and my mom, my mom switched schools for me. He knew where I was. He camouflaged me every time. Wow. Every time. He came to every function, every basketball game, everything. And that's probably why he ain't, he didn't, I'm sorry, ain't any word. Didn't um, stress the fact, oh, two days a week, I played this Because sport. he was still able to see you. I played this. It was basketball. So he was every, he was at every slam dunk competition, every basketball, every track, every, every sport that I played, he was there. So that's wow. why just the fact on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Because he saw me almost every day. He was at <laughs> Amen. So he used a little bit of wisdom there too. Right. Amen. Amen. You get more bees with honey. There Amen. it is. Amen. Now you're helping a woman right now, and you're helping some men too. So I thank you for being candid with this information. You yeah. know, Shane, a lot of people are going through exactly what you went through and see it it doesn't just stop there because you were a growing young boy and there were a lot of decisions that you couldn't make how does that impact your decision making skills now yeah um it it makes me more cautious like so it makes me more okay I'm more, you got it. I'm more, like, how would I say? It? I don't know. I don't know how to say that word. Cautious, more. Cautious of what? Everything. I don't want to, like, when I choose my friends, when I choose my girlfriends, when I choose my, anybody that's coming in my circle, I make sure they're here for the right reasons and not trying to hurt me or use me or. Wow, wow, wow. Or, like what What would or, make you think, what What would make you think that they would try to hurt you? I went, no, that's not the first thing that come to my head. I trust them, I already trust them because they ain't do nothing for me not to trust them. I just put in place, I put in questions or I do something. You set boundaries. Right. I'm allowed to have it. I'm going to just tell that. I'm going to say that now. So I just give them little grains of rice, I should say, or give them a little taste, see if they can handle me. Or let's say if I, I'm going to act like I didn't know this answer. Let's see if they genuinely going to give me the right answer. Just. Or are they going to call you stupid? Or oh, are they going to disrespect you? Yeah. You don't know the answer? So it's like, okay. No, I'm being serious. I don't know the answer. Can you tell me? I always ask questions anyway. But, yeah. So that's how I go through every day. Like my best friend said, you take a long time to date somebody or ask somebody to be your girlfriend. I said, yes. Yes, I do because of the situation I went through. Are you afraid that you might start dating your mother? Not not your mother. So yeah. 
someone very close to your mother, because you know that happens quite a bit. As much as you might try to run from that person, a lot mm -hmm. of females do it. They're running from their father. They end up marrying someone mm -hmm. almost just like their father. These guys like you try to run away from their mother and they run straight to her. Are and you I did, of that? What? Well, two years ago, I did. You ran into you, you, to someone like your <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. This, tell us, tell us, please. From this. But my thing is, I don't, so it was cool. She, and I honestly do not, I appreciate it. To be honest, even though it was some flaws, I appreciate it because it was my first adult relationship. Okay. She was she was a Leo. She was she we I helped her. She she was the first person to meet my mom. Oh, they was friends. Ooh, she was cool. I don't know. Can you give me some like talking? Yeah. So um so did you fall in love with this young lady? Yes. Yes. I, Wow. So at what point did you realize that you fell in love with your mom? The way she talked, the way she acted, the drive. It was your mom. Yeah. It was so all... it didn't turn you away from her? Seemed like it attracted you toward her. She didn't show me that. And so I tell everybody before, well, even just if I'm giving advice, somebody would show them their true colors within three or a month, three weeks within a month, but I give them three weeks. They're gonna show you who they really are. And three Absolutely. weeks, or a month. they can't hold that facade for a long time. So I fell for her. She fell for me. All my friends know I don't. I don't spend money. I don't spend when I spend money. I really like. You. So I did my adult thing. Okay, she she's cool. She's being consistent. She's not showing any red flags. She's showing red flags, but that's a little small stuff. We was about to get a house together, everything. What? Help. Yeah, she so wanted a serious. Okay. The business. I helped her with her business. I. Hey, you want this? Okay, here you go. You let's go on Amazon and look for that. That um hot highlighter, whatever the case was. Let's look for the fedoras you need. Okay, let's go. Website, let's go. All right. Okay, okay. So what happened? It was not all on her, it was me too. But at the same time, I know, but we realized we wasn't right for each other. What you talking about with this? I can't, I couldn't handle, me and her couldn't handle it no more. Once you, I gave them all, she gave them all. And we couldn't, I just couldn't do it. You couldn't do what? I couldn't deal with the hurt. Yeah, that and and she hurt me a lot. Like your mom? Yeah. And she was the first woman to meet my mom. And her I and said, your mom got along great. Great. My auntie, <laughs> she did my auntie's hair. Her sister did her um, makeups, my auntie's makeups, and my mom makeup. Like she was actually, she met my dad. She was in there. She was in there like swimming wear. But the so only- Was that difficult? Well, go ahead, the only thing? It was my grandmother. And if she would have met my grandmother, she been, it would have been it. But I didn't let that happen yet.
Is your grandmother still alive? She passed away September 2nd. This past September? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. She was my wisdom, too. I call her my wisdom. Did she know about, did she know how you were suffering in silence with your mom? She yeah. did. My dad's, okay. well, I think my dad told her mostly everything, but she knew. She knew. Yes, she knew. She didn't wow. know. He couldn't come to the funeral. Well, she didn't like the way he treated his mom. His mom. Yeah. Wow. So how does a man like yourself having those scars and now they're turning into adult scars? You've gone from wounds, childhood wounds to now adult scars. And many of our scars come from childhood wounds and we have to take some time to heal them so that we can move on and we don't continue to hurt other people because hurt people hurt people. So now that your mom, now that you feel that your mom has hurt you, you got to pick up the pieces from that so that you don't hurt other people. And And I learned that when I blew up a, an ex, an way back ex, I was like, and then now I have god kids, nephews, nieces. Let's look at, I didn't know a lot of, and before that, I had friends looking up. I had people that I was really talking to and not friends, I would call them associates because, yeah that was talking to me every time and looking for like, hey, I'm going through something, blah, blah, blah. And I'm got them looking at me, looking up to me. It's like, okay, why I can preach this, but I can't do it for myself. So mm. I'm learning. Let me to, tell you, let me tell what, you what that is. That is the orthodontist with the crooked teeth. That's the hairstylist whose hair is always messed up because she doesn't take time for her own hair. That yeah. is the dentist with the funky breath. That is the daycare lady that, or the teacher whose child is failing every subject. So we tend to do that a lot is what I'm saying. We will take care of other people's things, but then we slack up when it comes to taking care of our own front yard. Yeah. Also, but that's the the got the landscaper who's got a ton of weeds in his garden, his yard. And then I, uh, I'm aggressive too. When I talk, I talk with my hands and I talk stern too. And it's kind of, and it kind of scared my nephew a little bit, but he knew where I came from. But I don't think. And my brother, I'm down. So it scared him, and I didn't like that. Okay. So my attitude have changed a lot. And I appreciate it. It came from scaring people. It's not necessarily scaring them, but shot like, oh, why are you so loud type? So I brought my level down to probably about a five, four. I'm still no, I'm a lion. I say a seven now. It was a ten. 
It's okay. a seven. I give myself a seven because whew, the journey I had, I seen him working. So, yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you find that you've learned any of the behavior that was exhibited by your mom? Yes. Yeah. Such as? So it's, not, it's her fault, but it's not her fault. She hasn't healed. We're going to talk about herself to heal herself. Okay. From things that well, have happened to her. Teeth. And you recognize that my mom needs healing. Yeah. There's yeah. some things I, that. There's some things that she needs to work on. Yes. And I told her, so it was my brother, that, not brother, I'm sorry. My uncle, that's a pastor. And then her wife, my auntie, I mean, his wife, yeah, yeah. they came into town to. Well, they came into town a couple of years back. I don't know how long ago, mm-hmm. but they were sitting at the table. I was standing up and paced, and I was upset. But I was bringing my level down. Like, I was I was calm the whole time, but irritation was I wasn't going to let it beat me. So I was like, Mom, whatever she's saying, I was like, okay. Calm down. Telling myself to calm down, relax. Me counting the three ain't gonna work because I remember everything mm. I'll say. That's wow, don't work for me. Cause no more counting the three. I'm, no I'm more, past counting the three. I remember everything, man. I'm gonna remember okay. everything. Nah. Okay. So I'm just, just tuning it out, or I just, yeah, that's the best way to do it is tune it out and come back to whenever you calm down, even though. You're gonna go back up there. But my going back to the to answering your question, my mm-hmm. uncle and his wife came. They're pastors. And I said, You need to mom, you need to um heal yourself or you know, you're still hurt. She's like, What are you talking about? You need to heal yourself. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I let people answer you their my question, because I don't like to to answer it because it feels like I give them the answer. So if I tell you, doc, I'm gonna say doc, is that okay? That's, that's uh, fine. If I see something that you did, okay, doc. I seen that, what happened right there? You know, I use- So you throw out little seeds, you sow seeds to help them to think. Even what they stage. did wrong. Yes. So I was Amen. like, you know what you need to work on. You know what happened. You need to, you need to work on this. Or what did I tell her? I said, "Ma, you're still hurt." Mm. My uncle looked at me. He was the first person to look at me. I act like I didn't see anything. She went, "What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about." And I got irritated because she knew that I knew what I was talking she about. To heal you from, uh huh. I said, I gave her, I give people three times after. You need to work on this. You need to work on this. Or no, you need, you know what, what you need to heal from. You need, you know, you need healing from. I'm not going from your past. That's what I would say. I went deeper, but in your past, she didn't know. So people think I'm not listening and people think I'm just, (laughs) no, I have a serious part of me and I have, everybody has different people in them but 
I should say, different personalities in them. So right. I act like sometimes that I'm not paying attention, but I hear everything that I need to. I pick up on a lot of stuff. Hmm. And I listen. Even I listen. Mm -hmm. when talk to me. So when I said what I said, all three of my auntie, my uncle, and my mom jaw drops. Because now you're starting to grow. Now you're starting to voice, have a voice. You're finding your own voice. About how old were you right here? I was in my, I was probably 20, either I want to say 19 or 20. Okay. 19 or 20. And I told her that. I think, I don't remember the year, but I'm going to just say around there. I told her that if she changed for a couple of days and as it, she goes back to. And that's what irks me too. When I feel like I did something and then she turned around and threw it back in my face. So she brought up a point where you talked about her needing to be healed. Mm. Since you said I need to be healed. Or she would, no, she would just revert back to myself. Or herself, she didn't like. She didn't care. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like okay, y'all heard you, whatever. But still, ain't gonna do nothing. So I feel like my mom was my biggest task of ever since I was here. I felt the reason why I stayed that long is for I felt like one. I told my dad this all the time. I felt like she was gonna hurt herself. I believe I told you that too. I don't remember you telling me that. But I feel like she was going to hurt herself. I was hurt. Self-destructive behavior or physically hurt herself? It doesn't matter. Either way. Wow. I felt like I was there to help her and heal her. To protect her? Like protect her. I was, anywhere I go, I was the protector. Even my so family. So that's funny. Because I'm sure my, she thought she was your protector. But how can I felt like I was more civilized in your thinking? Right. And I felt like I was I was the man anyway. You're not gonna protect a man anyway. But, but she didn't see you as a man, I'm sure. Correct. But everybody that I've everybody that I met, oh you have an old soul or you're a protector and all that other stuff. My my exes was like, hey, you, sometimes I was overprotective and sometimes I was protected, but they know they was protected. Wow. Amen. Amen. So it was, and my mom was like, you will treat a stranger better than I, you treat me. In a way it was right, in a way it was wrong. Because mm -hmm. I don't love no stranger. I love you. And the way a stranger treated me was better than what you treated. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Jesus, have mercy. Say so that again. Like, no, so that was like, that was powerful. Please say that again. I don't love them. I love you. But the way you treat me, they treat you, they treat me better than you treat me. So it's like, I didn't ever tell her that. But you didn't? Nah. Okay. I told her, keep treat, keep treating the people you treat like this, they're gonna be gone. 
my cousin lived with me and I, well, with us, he left, then I did. You left? I left twice. Time. I left twice. I had my own apartment one time and I came back because I started working security because I had my, um, I was a, I was the, I forgot what they call it, but I was a security guard for that night, whatever. I was a, I was on base security, I should call it. Okay. So I did, yeah. So I left there, mom, I got me an apartment, da da da. I left. She was like, okay, when do I get to see it? Like now, I got my own place. She, I, she didn't get to see it yet. I'm not ready for you to come. Oh, so you're now exercising your right as a man no longer her son, but as a man. And why is it that you don't, you're not ready for her to see it yet? Are you concerned about the criticism that she may have? That you do not you feel like to she's toxic to you and you just don't want to deal with that? What What's the reason that she has not seen your apartment yet? That and, and is that, and I don't have no furniture yet. But with furniture, I still, want to heal at least a lot before I let her come in. I'm still hurt. And then when my grandmother passed, it's put another damper on things, but that's my grandmother. That I'm not gonna put that on my mom. Mm. So your grandmother, was that your mom's mom? My dad's mom. Your dad's mom, okay. My mom's mom passed when I was three or four. So I didn't get to you know, had that relationship with her, but her, my dad, my mom's dad is the one I had a relationship with. Okay. okay. So it's like when I heal and I feel like I'm ready to, um, conf not confront her, but you know, see her, mm -hmm. and then I'll be open on her. So I'm ready to see her now, but I don't have no furniture yet. Maybe. Maybe it's not that you, maybe you, is, does she want to see you or she want to see your apartment? I feel like she don't want to see neither. She's just doing it as a. She's just saying it just because. She's going to be the first one to see it out my, my mom's side of the But my hat, my dad hasn't even seen that yet. How's she at? He's five minutes away. Oh, wow. I don't okay. So it's really, yeah. When I get furniture. You'll invite people. Yeah. Me and my, so I'm roommate with a guy that I know since third grade, so we cool. But he knows my family, my dad's side of the family. He grew okay. up, we was neighbors, so. But when I'm, when we get this furniture, we'll see. But I just don't want, I don't, I don't believe she just, she just, just, Ask him just to ask, because if I know my mom, she if she really wanted to, she, she would constantly ask. She ain't really worried. She just <laughs> asked. After you on your own and able to take care of yourself. Right. And I, right, I'm going to just say right on that. Amen. Just, yeah. So as we close, please give some information to another mother who may be like your mom or who may 
yeah, let's just say who may be like your mom or a son, another young man or man who may be feeling the way that you felt or feel now. Please give us some wisdom, how to move forward, how to start the healing process and just how to be able to move on with their life. Because a lot of mothers, they struggle with their sons not being uh, independent enough. And you were right there. You were right there. If you had a mother who controlled everything, you have defied the odds by being able to move out and being on your own. That type of behavior paralyzes a lot of men. So kudos to you for being able to break out of that. So what, what, what words of wisdom do you have? I'm a mother and a son. First. I'm going to give the mother something first. Let go. Keep your head up. I'm going to say keep your head up and you're undefeated. Then I always, and I had that tatted on me. You're under, and I had to remind myself the past that I went through, I did it. And I've achieved, every, well, not everything, but most of the stuff that I went through, all the demons that I went through, I beat. I'm just not undefeated in the, in the world where I'm undefeated in my mindset, all that stuff. But the women out there, the moms, you're undefeated. And also the, 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 the young men or the men that's listening out there, you're undefeated too. Moms, just listen to him. Listen to him or her. Just listen to him. Yeah, you, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. The sun suckers. Uh, I'm gonna say the same message that I just gave the uh, moms. Keep your head up. You're undefeated. You're not alone. Keep showing love. They mean no harm. They only doing what they know. Patience. Just have patience with your mom, and your mom should have patience with you back. But just patience. And if that doesn't work. You have to love them from a distance. You have to love them from a distance. And that's what, that's what I have to say. You know what? That is powerful. And that's actually the, that's a whole nother message within itself. Right. Because some mothers need to do that with their sons and some sons need to do it with their mothers. So yeah. we're gonna one side deal it deal with um that this this situation. You can't be one sided. You gotta be both sided, I guess. That's can't be one sided. Yes. Okay, so uh now my grandson is calling. I have him for the weekend. So we're gonna go ahead and end on that note. Shane, it has been a pleasure. I do want to interview you again, even yeah. if we just talk about loving from a distance because that's a real thing and some people misconstrue that thought with not loving that person uh some people feel like they can't do it because that person is going to feel like they don't love them or some people may look at it as you can't do that you it's a difference so you have to keep be able to keep your peace and some people they lose their peace by trying to love someone who and that's what i I was about to lose too. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 
Well, I'm excited to see the man that you are growing into. Amen. Jesus is Lord. You have a lot to offer. You have a lot of wisdom to give uh, to women and to young men alike. Yes. Yes. So we'll have you back on. Would you be willing to come back on and speak? Yes. Yeah. You have fun talking? Uh, yeah. Uh, call me again. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will tell you, let me just give you a warning. Usually after people do a podcast with me, they find themselves doing their own healing because you start to reflect on the things that you have said in this podcast. Some things you may have not said yet. And the questions help you to reflect on what's going on with you internally. So just prepare for a lot more healing to begin uh, with you. I feel it now. Amen. Amen. Well, we will talk soon. God bless you. And uh, I'll let you know when this airs. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesleyinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.